What is up and welcome to the On The Burst podcast. I'm your coach, Brandon Savage, and I'm joined here by my assistant coach, Timmy Moody. How are you, Timmy? Bloody good, thanks, bro. What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. Look, I'm just getting pretty pumped, bro. Like, there's a lot going on. There's there's football, like, just around the corner now. We've got a couple of games we're going to be able to watch. The All-Stars game, it's a bit exciting. The All-Stars game is this weekend. There was three big trials over the weekend. I didn't get around them, did you? Uh, kept an eye on them. Mm. Kept an eye on them. Uh, a bit was going on. There was Manly versus the Rabbitohs. Manly put an absolute number on the Rabbitohs. And Burbo as, scored a as tries. you can see here, Manly 13 plus. Thank you. Um, they're, they're winning the comp, no doubt. Well, they were impressive, um, I think, last season when it was Matty Johns's kid. That Cooper ca- Johns, yeah. Yeah, that carved up. Um, yeah, don't look too far into that, mate. Yeah, I, all you I, need is turbo on the field. That's all you need. Hundred percent. They've named another side for the trials this weekend, but um, tr- trial talk isn't really our forte. Like we, we like to keep an eye on them, but realistically, once round one hits, the trials are so irrelevant. Mm. That, that's all you got to say. Yeah. yeah. How was your weekend? Yeah, really chill. I got a lot of rest in this weekend. Uh, sort of uh, staying up a bit too long throughout the week, watching my little. Uh, Shows I've been getting into. Kill Tony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill Tony. <laughs> what are you going to do when the footy comes back and you haven't watched, been up to date with Kill Tony? Oh, it's fine. The good thing about it is it's gone for 10 years without me knowing this show. I, it's, that's crazy. That it's like my favourite show. It went on for 10 years without me knowing. It's still oh making new God. episodes. So I can never run out. I can just put it aside and come back to it. So Super Saturday and chill and then Kill Tony straight after the last game. Yeah, probably a few beers. How yeah. exciting. So, yeah, we have some trials this weekend and the Indigenous All-Stars versus the Maori All-Stars this weekend. Should be pretty good. I'm pretty excited for it. But footy is just around the corner. And we actually, we are invited to a prestigious event and you are too if you want to be there. Mm-hmm. So, Supercoach is hosting a non-Las Vegas party, a Las Vegas-style non-Vegas party in the Star City Casino on March 3rd, on the day of kickoff, uh, there is 500 tickets limited. So if you want to join and want to be part of this, it's a Supercoach event, so you have to play Supercoach to be able to go. Well, you don't actually. The idea is that, you know, if you don't play Supercoach, sign up because all you need to do is have... Your Supercoach email. Yeah, exactly. So I think that was kind of the point. They wanted to get people to come down, sign up, bring a couple of mates that was the kind of plus three sort of idea sort of thing. with, But, yeah, look, you can get on there, and I think it's first in, best dressed. 500 tickets available. There's food and drinks inclusive. I'm not exactly sure what that means. Uh, there will be a guest panel, which I think we're featuring on potentially. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that should be good. So if you want to get involved, uh, it's first in, best dressed. So get there, and I'm, I'm keen to watch some footy on March 3rd. because Yeah, they've got I'm, a massive screen. Yeah, um, like it's, like probably yeah. it's a VIP sprint. section, like they've closed it off all for Supercoach. We're going to be watching the footy, having some drinks, and I've already applied to have Monday off. Yeah, nice. Good. Good. That's uh, eyes up footy there. And that's eyes up footy. I did it straight away as soon as I saw Didn't the email. Didn't even cross my mind, but I have to get straight onto that. 100%. Paddy Carrigan and Adam Reynolds have been videoed fighting each other. Having a little man, like... Man wrestle. Man wrestle in public. And looked like uh, Adam Reynolds was getting the upper hand. The person who first posted it that I saw put up an apology and deleted the video after saying, oh, there's more context to this video, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. If you posted that video, you wanted to get clicks. So 
Uh, don't say sorry, Neil. But that aside, I for, personally I think it's play on. Like it's just having having a wrestle. Oh, the the Broncos love it. You know, I think it was a couple of years back, Payne Hass and. Um, the other fella over the shoe incident. Albert Kelly. Yeah, that's just, you know, just they're just warming up, you know what I mean? They they're are. just getting ready for, ready for the 2024 season. Footy season is in full flight, just about. And I think with this happening, did you see the press conference, by the way? Of the two boys yeah. in the chat? Yeah, it was a bit awkward. It was awkward. I would all want to go in first. It's it's always hard to do your apology after someone else does their apology because it feels like you're just saying what they said. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's awkward. But I wanted to bring up uh, what players at certain clubs do you think are most likely to punch on with each other? So I'll go first. Uh, I think the obvious one is at the Roosters, Spencer Linu and Jared Warrior Hargraves. Mm. If they haven't punched on already, well then, good God, their preseason is about to explode. I could see them being best buddies too. You know what I mean? Just like just respecting the, the venom and the viciousness in each other and... Getting on like a house on fire. I'm actually hearing reports that that's true. <laughs> yep. Uh, another one, Clint Gutherson and Mitchell Moses. I think they would – it wouldn't be more wrestle. It would be more like a their heads are down. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, uh, for the um, audio listeners, we were just having a slap fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Latrell Mitchell and Jack Whiten, they've already been caught in the preseason. Round two. Last year doing the same yep. thing. So um, – there is that, and in the past, it seems like uh, Jackson Hastings and everybody. Yeah, well, I was actually <laughs> thinking about that too. It's funny, we must have had that thought at the same time. So here's my note, um, but I've got him, and I thought if he was going to pick anyone on his side, him and Gamble, they're both sort of a bit <laughs> bit fiery. Bit, I can see them on the beers sort of uh, yeah, getting into it as well. Yeah, yeah, that is good gear. I was actually going to say DCE and everybody. But I feel DCE like you'd just be having a mad debate, being really, <laughs> be, like um, being eloquent and stuff. Just real good with his words, DCE. Mm. I love DCE. All right, let's get into some NRL news. Lua has reportedly requested a release from the Cowboys to this back to the St. George Lower Dragons where he started his career. And this is pretty much after he's done a full preseason at the Cowboys. What are you reading into this? Do you think he's been told he's not going to start in the 17? Or do you think he's do you think the Cowboys culture is just they're they're trying to squeeze out the venom? I don't know. Maybe it could be it could be a lot of things. He might just not like life up in Townsville, might want to get back home. Closer to the family. Could also be maybe a sneaky little whisper from the St. George camp to say, hey, listen, you're the future of the club. We want to get you back here. We've got this. Here's some things. You know, they could have been in his ear. Um, Strange time to do it, isn't it? Yeah. I guess, though, like, if you're going to do it, get it out of the way, do it now. Would it be an immediate release? So. You'd assume so. You'd yeah. assume so. Reports Joey Manu will leave the NRL at the end of the year to go to French rugby. That's what the reports are saying. This is a shame, Timmy, because I, I really wanted to see him at another club playing fullback. Mm. Yeah, it sucks. There's, there's a lot of players that have gone to rugby over the years, and they're always the big profile guys. And 
Yeah, he, he's to lose him. That's annoying. He's he's just a fun. Everyone loves Joey Manu. There's not anyone that's got anything against him. They might be like, I'll oh, pass the ball a bit, but you know, everyone loves him. French rugby. I don't know. Is it is that a big deal? Is it big over there? Lots or? of money. Lots There's of money, money involved. Okay. And I th- I think he does want to kind of angle towards the All Blacks World Cup in 2027. So understandable if that's the path he's going down, but. He pretty much said he's not going to come back into the NRL, which I find shocking. He doesn't want to play. Uh, he doesn't want to play the Roosters, so he doesn't want to play against them. So, wow. yeah, it's, it's a real sign of loyalty. Yeah, and what a loyal guy to so, to just stay in the centres his whole career. So that's fine. I, I, I'll play. You know, even though I like it back there, I'll stay out here. And then, yeah, do not even want to play against his teammates. Do you what think a, he's the type of guy you'd be uh, liking to marry? Oh, I'd marry Joey Money for sure. <laughs> but do you think that loyalty is warranted? Like, I know the club could be good to them, but the club also understands as an individual. Well, I guess the Roosters have a different sense of loyalty because with Uncle Nick, he's sort of like, mm. you know, does that sort of old Italian sort of like music playing in the background. And there's like, yeah, I think you just you have to stay loyal in some cases with him maybe. Campbell Graham is reportedly out for eight months with a sternum injury that didn't recover over the preseason. I thought this was not bad news for Rabbitohs. I thought Isaiah Task going into the position at right centre allows them, it gives them something. They lose something, but they also gain something by having Isaiah Task play in the centres. And, and I thought it also allowed Tyrone Mumro to lock down that right wing position, mm. which I thought was a massive positive. There was no shuffles around because Tars is on the sideline and they wanted to fit him in playing on the wing. But Munro is also out for a few months as well by the looks of it for eight weeks. Um, so the Bunnies preseason has just not gone well for them. Is that going to present any... Well, we can get to that in the next pod, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're talking, you talk supercoach if you're talking super coach wise, probably not, probably not, uh, unless Isaac Thompson gets a spot. But um, I, I really hope Braden Burns gets a spot. I like Braden Burns as an NRL player. Trials took place on the weekend, and Manly are going to be the premiers. Tessie New shown, and Blake Moser looks pretty good. He looks like the future of that Broncos side. The Broncos have a young side. If they can lock in a nice halfback for the future, I think their future looks good. Yeah, I can't remember when I watched. I wasn't might have been just State of Origin last. No, I think it wasn't State of Origin. I don't think he got that much of a run in State of Origin. Could be wrong, but I've seen him play one game last year and was pretty impressed by him. It's a good looking little chap too. He is. All right, now we're going to go into our final top five players for the top four teams. We'll start off with the Warriors. Timmy, do you want to kick it off? Because I think you you love the Warriors. So everyone's everyone's second team, the Wars. Okay, let me just open my file. Here we go. So number one, SJ. Number two, I've got Roger Tuivasa Shek. Yeah, there's a bit. You could argue he's been out. If he was in the game the whole time, I don't think it'd be that arguable. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, I've got AFB. Number four, CNK. And number five, Tohu. They were nearly all acronyms to um, abbreviations, to the, yeah, except for Tohu, who wrecked it. Um, should have gone with um, DWZ just to complete the acronym top five, but that's what I've got there. Well, it's funny. My top five are SJ, uh, then AFB, then Tohu, 
I didn't have RTS in there at all. No, but, he's not in but, but Oh, I he's f- in mind, yeah. No, but I forgot about him, so I put him at number four, and I think it's fair putting him at number four. And I've got five CNK. Dropped out down to number six was DWZ. So mm. um, I, th- I think they're looking good. Like we said, if two at least two out of your five players are in the spine, you're doing well. And they've got CNK, SJ, and I think the fact that they're front rower and their locker clear standouts, mm. they're in a nice position. Except Tohu's probably going to retire soon and AFB's leaving next year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that, that's what we're working with for this season. So. Yeah, for sure. Melbourne, I'll start off. I've got Ryan Pappenhauer number one. I've got Harry Grant number two. Cameron Munster, number three. Jerome Hughes, number four. And I've got Nelson Asofa-Solomona, number five. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. Munster's so low. Yeah. Um, I actually think, I know they made the top four last year without Pappenhausen, but it just showed they were a level below what they usually are. And Pappenhausen is what they're missing in that attack. I love Pappenhausen. I think he's by far, not by far, but I think he's their number one player. Um, and as we said, with every other side, everyone in their spine is in that top five there. And that just proves. So can if, you say your top five again? Ryan Pappenhausen, Harry Grant, Cameron Munster, Jerome Hughes, and Nelson Asafa Solomona. Okay, cool. I'll do mine now. Yep. So I've got Munster number one. I've got Grant number two. I've got Pappenhausen number three. Hughes number four. And Ellie Katoa number five. Um, yeah, so Munster for me, I just think he's he's a big game guy. I know there's been a couple of games recently where you've identified he didn't have that big of a game. And can we say he's a big game player? Look, doesn't mean you have to have a big game every game when you're a big game player. You, Sometimes you not just need to do the little things for the team. Um, yeah, Pappy, I think he's all, like he's awesome. He's, his speed is his key. I just think Munster's got a lot of tricks and he's a very unique footballer. So I'm pretty confident with having him up. Number one, Harry Grant and Pappenhausen I could have swapped, but I'm going to go with Harry Grant at number two. I know it's controversial putting Pappenhausen at number one, but I think... Um, I like my reasoning. I'm pretty happy to put him at number one. But I also think, like, Cameron Munster, he's first pick for the Maroons. And if Ryan Pappenhausen played for the Maroons, I would understand him missing out. So I think, and even vice versa for New South Wales, if Pappenhausen didn't play for New South Wales and Munster did, I would understand that. So based on that, Munster probably deserves to be higher. But I just think Pappenhausen adds so much to their team. And I think they could win a comp without Munster in the side. I think don't think they can without Pappenhausen. I, th- I think that's just the way the game's going. They need going to have someone that, to come in and replace him that's almost just as good because I can't see, you know, Hughes just doing that yeah. with a well, set, like say a Hughes, junior 5'8 or something. Yeah, say Hughes and Meany were there or Hughes and Pezzett were there. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they can win a comp. <laughs> I'm maybe thinking too much about it. Broncos, I'll kick off the Broncos because I'm sure you want to be the one to do the first one on the next team. But sure. I've got Payne Haas, number one. Reese Walsh, number two. Pat Carrigan, number three. Adam Reynolds, number four. And Ezra Mam number five. Well, those are exactly the same order, except I've put Walsh, number one, and Haas, number two. And I nearly put Walsh, number one, as well. But I think in these rankings, we've underappreciated the forwards. And oh, of course, I think yeah. we've got to appreciate... The best for and he's row. the best. You know, he's he's a very unique prop. Just how hard he goes, mm. and just he's like little 
effort plays. He's got offloads and stuff when he needs to turn it on in the back end of a game. But I just think Walsh, like, yeah, Hass is, like, more established and Walsh, you know, had, like, his breakout year last year. But I just think he's he's so electric and so dynamic that you take him out of a side. It's a massive change. You know what I mean? Like, where you could you could put another prop in there. Yeah, well, they might not have the same impact as Payne House, and obviously you've got to get the go forward to earn the right to go out the back, and so Walsh can do his sort of stuff. But I just think change Walsh to say whoever it's a completely different side. For love, sure, love Walsh, hundred percent. And you want to kick it off with the Penrith Panthers? Yeah, so I actually really struggled on this. I put it down pretty easily to start with, and then I've been baiting over it. So I'm just going to go back to my original order. Clez, Nathan Cleary, number one, two, yo, three. This is where I struggled. I've gone Fisher-Harris. Four, I've gone Liam Martin. Five, I've gone Brian Toll. And then I've got six and sevens. But my six and sevens are Luai and Edwards. But if we haven't ever top five, I have to leave those guys. I honestly think that's so hard. So I... So originally, I had Cleary, Yo, Martin, and then I had Edwards, Luai. But then I was like, I've missed Brian Toto. Brian Toto is in at number four. And then when you said James Fitzharris, I'm like, of course. Mm. So James Fitzharris is number five. I think Martin's by far number three. I think what he offers on the edge is so good. Um, Cleary by far number one and Yo easily number two. But the, the thing is... I, I just mentioned a couple of players. You also mentioned a couple of players that could have been in that five. Like, Do you know what I struggled with? I'm like, oh, I've got Fisher-Harris here at number three, and then I don't have Moses Leota in there, and I think they're just as good, like pretty much as good as each other. Yeah, I, I think Fisher-Harris has just got is more exciting because of the way he looks. Like he's a beast of an animal. You know what I mean? Like he just looks like a... And also, I think he offers a lot more in attack in their go-forward, whereas yeah. Leota, like, I think he offers that, but doesn't of he that's the clear difference between them two. Mm. Leota is just a dog in defense and even like even Mitch Kenny in defense is one of the better defenders in the competition. So I was really struggling. I wanted yeah. to even put Toto at three above Fisher Harris and Liam Martin. He deserves it for sure. Uh, yeah, it's really hard with those and uh, another, I think I can I'm happy with Yo as a second as the second guy though. Same, yeah. And the fact that Edwards missed out, someone who's been banging the door down for Australia, yep. for New South Wales, Daly M medals, Clive Churchill medals. Great effort, footy player, but just I just think the lack of pizzazz yeah. would be the fact. He'll always be under-recognised because of that, and yep. I think that makes sense, though, because if you're a player that does your job... He compliments Penrith. Yes, for sure. All right, moving on to blind rankings. Firstly, Timmy, are you ready? I'm not going to tell you the subject, but you've got to blind rank these players from one to five. Ready? Yes. Nathan Merritt. Four. Nathan Friend. Five. Nathan Gardner. I don't know who Nathan Gardner is. He's Sharks player. No, I don't know. Six. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Highmarsh. Ooh. I'm trying to think who's a better Nathan now. I'll put him at one. Nathan Cleary. Oh, fuck! <laughs> oh, no! No! I was, How did you no, miss that? I don't know. I, was, I don't know. 
Because Nathan, <laughs> I don't associate the name Nathan Hindmarsh as the same name as Nathan Cleary. Like they've got different energies. Yeah. So like I don't know. <laughs> I was just going. Oh, do you know what I was thinking of? Do you know there's that Nathan? I think I think he um he was like a bit of a cult hero. I think he played for the Dragons. Nathan Brown. He's the coach. Or nah, nah, nah. Little guy. Little guy. Nathan. Oh, I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. But yeah, so I was trying. Blacklock. To, nah, nah, nah. Little, little white should have, should have said Nathan Blacklock. White bogan guy. White bogan guy. I didn't bring my Mark Hughes Foundation jersey. That's okay. No, oh, wow. Nathan Cleary. So what number does he get? Three? Oh, he gets two or three because you put bloody Nathan Garner oh, at six. Oh, he's going to have to play better. He's just going to have to pull <laughs> his finger out and play some better footy. Well, Nathan Imarsh didn't win a premiership, played more games than him though. So that's right. better player because he got picked more <laughs> times. <laughs> Sorry, Nathan. <laughs> All right, thank you for tuning in for this week's episode of On The Burst. Uh, NRL season is kicking off very shortly, so we're just going to heat up in here. We've finished our top five series, and we're excited for the end of the season. Uh, I mean, the start of the season, for the end of the preseason. Cause we're excited for the end of the season too, because it'll be the bloody four-peat. <laughs> we've been clenching on content up until now, and I'm just so glad we got footy to talk about. There, there was so much news to talk about today. Last week, there was nothing. Do you know what I love? There's just going to be all of a sudden an edit in the podcast where we're just both wearing headphones. They just appear <laughs> on our heads. <laughs> we can't say what was going on because it might give it away to the person we're trying to do something to, but there's something coming. We This episode was a bit shorter this week because we were trying to do something we couldn't do, we couldn't make happen. And we are trying to prank call someone that doesn't listen to this show. That's okay. Yeah, yeah we hope. Let's prank call Mikey. We'll say he's been selected. To be on... Uh, nah, <laughs> I can't. He's too... Let's say we've seen him on his podcast and he's been selected to work in Fox Sports. Yeah. And <laughs> we like your style. Um, don't don't tell Savs or Timmy this. Do you reckon they'll come... Ac- no, do you reckon he'll fall for that? Nah. Oh, uh, I don't know. Give it a go. He's, he knows my voice, though.